by the time you hear this podcast, you'll know how old teenage really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you the R. Kelly tape. I, already think I warn you, it is graphic. Yeah! Objection, we can't even see his face clearly. Oh, oh man, you got <sighs> freckles and everything. Mm, mm. That proves nothing. Hello? Yes, this is Robert Kelly. Yes, the singer. You are my social security number. Sure. It's 916-34-7865. Okay, God bless. Well, um... <laughs> Welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Ben. And we're back with episode 83. And thank you for everyone who's listened and downloaded so far. We definitely appreciate it. <clears throat> and uh, bear with me as I'm uh, <laughs> dealing with some uh, some some ailments. <laughs> um, but thank you to everyone who's listened and went, watched and downloaded so far. Um, if you want to tell people where they can find us, <clears throat> if you're watching us on Facebook live, you're already there. Facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. Also our website, by the time you hear this.com. Uh, that is spelled with the word you, the, the website and the Facebook URL. If you want to get with us on Instagram, we are at, um, by the time you hear this <laughs> with the letter U. And that is because we're upstanding. Yes. Yes, we are. Mm. And um, that is the same spelling for our email address. By the time you hear this at gmail.com in which you can give us your uh, comments, questions, concerns, show ideas, and uh, among other things. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to listen to us on the go, as many podcast listeners do, you can listen to us on the Podomatic app if you do use it. If you have an iPhone, you can probably uh, find us on the Apple Podcast app, a.k.a. iTunes. If you have an Android, you can find us on the Google Music app. That's the one with the orange triangle. Yeah, yeah. All right, the orange <laughs> triangle. Uh, just had to be short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can find it with that. And uh, you can also use... Uh, Castbox, Overcast, Auto Radio, TuneIn, um, Satchel Podcast Player, and I feel like I'm leaving one out. Is it Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, Castbox, Overcast, Satchel? Satchel. I think that's it. And uh, if you listen to our last episode, we are on listennotes.com. Yes, listennotes.com. So uh, you can find us there by using certain search terms. Um, you know, so our last episode was about our because was our because five Billy Joel songs. So if you go there and search Billy Joel, we may be the most recent podcast to discuss Billy Joel and put it in our show notes. Yeah. 
can't imagine anyone else is talking about him other than maybe those angry, angry sidemen from <laughs> was Liberty DeVito on a podcast recently. Yeah, he's probably just raging about him. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the show here. We do have a guest. Well, not necessarily a guest. Uh, he is our podcast cousin. He's the type of guest that can basically kind of come in and get a drink out of our refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and no one would be upset. <laughs> so we have our podcast cousin, Brandon, a.k.a. Father Clef. What's going on, man? How are you doing? What's happening, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourselves? I've had better days, yeah. speaking-wise, at least. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a flex. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what, man? I cannot complain. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've had some time off from work, so I was off yesterday and on Friday. Unfortunately, I had to spend some of that time in Mississippi. Um, no offense to anyone who's from Mississippi. I don't want, you know, the entire state of Mississippi trying to come at me, but... Um, yeah, I had to spend some time out there, but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty refreshed. All right. Um, yeah. Our uh, Facebook Live just went down, so I'm pulling it back up no! as we speak. Um, Why? I don't know. No, God. No, God. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> That's serious. Take At Instagram. Least, just... <laughs> okay. We're back on with that now. All right. Um, Didn't mean to get dramatic there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> kind of lost it. <laughs> so let's get into the show here. Um, so uh, we talked about uh, John Legend being yeah. halfway to an EGOT. <clears throat> That's winning an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar Tony. Mm-hmm. He does have a Grammy, of course. He has an Oscar. And with him being a Jesus Christ superstar, there's a possibility of being at least nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. But it is actually a Tony nomination that has come up. Mm-hmm. So he has been listed along with uh, many contributors for the uh, best original score for SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> what? Okay. Wow. <clears throat> I was trying to find where it was. So, but yeah, so, so honestly, I think he's, he's got the Grammy, the Oscar and the Tony. He's got the Tony for, um, for Jitney, for the August Wilson play Jitney. So all he needs is the, um, he just needs the Emmy. So if he gets it, so if he gets it, he'll be an EGOT. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So he's already three fourths of the way to an EGOT. Um, Good for yeah. him. So let's see if he gets it. <laughs> um, that would yeah. So for so he's close to getting it for um for SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I didn't know that he scored that movie. The, the musical. The mu. Oh, so music. Okay, okay. Yeah. Apparently, the entire musical, each song is written by a popular artist. Right. There's a song by David Bowie, Ti. Panic okay. at the Disco, Yolanda Adams. Really? Now. That is hilarious. I must add this to my playlist. Yeah, now. I got to find this. Okay, I think, okay, I remember when we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they, they might be giants on there. Yeah, okay. I remember, now I remember this. We talked, this was a while back, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jonathan Colton's on here. Sarah Borelli's, um, Lady Antebellum. Yeah, they went and got a lot of people. Okay, and so his song is the one that's up for the, um, for the Emmy or for the um, for Tony for, for the Tony best original okay. score. Okay, so but then he could get that Emmy though, as you were saying, for Jesus Christ Superstar, and he would that would complete him. Yeah, he joined such people as uh, well, I know um, Whoopi Goldberg. That's yeah. why I can't think of who else though. Everyone else is kind of old, I think. The guy who um, they just won for best original song from Coco. Let's see, Helen Hayes hasn't he got? Yeah, I just only reason I know Helen, the name Helen Hayes is because of Stewie making fun of her. I think Marvin Hamlish. Because it was Richard Rogers, <clears throat> Helen Hayes, Rita Moreno. Yeah. John Gilgood. Oh, Gilgood. Gilgood. There you go. Yeah, right. Audrey Hepburn. Yep. Marvin Hamlish. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Tunick. Mel Brooks. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Nichols. Whoopi Goldberg. Scott Rudin. Robert Lopez. Is that the guy who just yeah. won from? Okay. Robert Lopez. Robert Lopez. He's the most uh, recent. Yeah, he he, and he actually did it the fastest. Oh wow! Yeah, like over a period of like nine years. Wow. Okay, yeah, his first one in two thousand four, um, Avenue Q, best score for Avenue Two. Wow, yeah, he did it quick. He wasn't playing around. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, John Legend um, is is an Emmy away. Okay, and there's three. So it says there's three others: Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, and James Earl Jones. Well, with some of them, if you get um, like with James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. he has an honorary Oscar. Mm, okay. So technically, he has it, but not really. Yeah. He is eighty-seven. Whew. That man. I think that's the same thing with Barbara Streisand too. Okay. She has an honorary Emmy. Okay. I think. I, I, I saw a video with him over the weekend where, and spoiler alert, um, he was talking about when he first read the line, Luke, I am your father. He thought it was, he thought it was like a mistake, a miswrite. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this is a mistake. I think he told like the director and yeah, he's like, how are they going to make this work? <laughs> he's like, clearly if like, it's not a mistake, then Vader's lying and they'll, they'll like wrap it up in the next movie. Psych. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, And of course, John Legend's wife, Chrissy Teigen, um, had some fun with it. Um, She tweeted, John got nominated for a Tony this morning for a song he apparently wrote for SpongeBob SquarePants. Why does he not tell me when he writes SpongeBob songs? (laughs) What else is he lying about? Are there other songs out there? Is she trying to help him with Kanye too? I think so. Okay. I just wonder would she get involved in that or she was like, nah, I'm good. I'm too happy for this. She probably, I think she had him over for Sunday dinner or something. Oh. Cause doesn't she like, she does like a Sunday dinner or something like that and she cooks something and lots of people come over. I want to do a Sunday dinner like Chrissy Teigen. Hmm. Oh no. Cause that was in the Kanye place. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yes. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. 
So you are some new albums coming out. Um, I don't know if this was rushed or if it was planned all along as far as with the success of Cardi B and, you know, the rules of there could only be one mm-hmm. uh, top female rapper at a time. Uh, Nicki Minaj is coming yeah. out with an album. She's finally going to follow up the pink print with Queen, which she said will arrive on June 15th. Uh, she announced this at the Met Gala. Uh, quote, it's a big night for me because I I just let the world know that my album is coming June 15th and it's called Queen and I can't wait, Minaj said on the red carpet interview. I'm just like a queen every day, all day. I highly doubt that, but um, good for her. She wants to be called Queen. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's the follow-up to The Pink Print, which came out in 2014. She's released two singles already, Chun-Li, which... Um, I haven't heard it just because why would you name it's not good because the song is like it's not bad it's just the song is called Chun-Li and she's referencing the video game character but in the like all the references are terribly wrong oh no now I have to hear it like she uses like like, I'm the villain call me Chun-Li Chun-Li is a good guy yeah Chun-Li's not the villain she's a cop Another spoiler alert. Her father got killed by bison. Come on. Nikki, you got to do better. Chun-Li is working for Shadow Law. She's the good... Oh, no. There was no... Her, no fa- her fans... references or anything. Yeah. Spinning thigh kick. <laughs> her fans don't... Her fans don't know what... They think it's a character she actually made up. If I, if I, meet, if I ever meet anyone... Who was like, oh, they made a movie about that character that Nicki Minaj made There's up? There's probably a guy at your job. I will fire him. I can't, but we will have a talk. We'll have a talk. From what I saw, saw, there were people saying stuff like, oh, like she's bringing, she's making Street Fighter hot again. Like, I I think Street Fighter is just fine. Yeah. I don't think Street Fighter was ever not hot. You know what? If I'm Cardi B, I'm making a song called Cammy. Just Just to spite her. I would, as a matter of fact, I would be in the. Well, hold on, no, 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 no. no. Not, a st- <laughs> not a not a Street Fighter character like a Mortal Kombat. Sonya Blade, Sonya Blade, <laughs> or or uh, what? Katana, Katana, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would totally do that. Um, just hear fatality. In the yeah, <laughs> that, well, I could hear Remy Ma do, like another diss song, like and name it Katana, and just like. In the background, like when she n- mentions Nicki Minaj, is fatality, like uh, flawless victory, all that stuff. Um, and another single called Barbie Tings. Is she making fun of Jamaican people and how they talk? No, she's she's Trinidadian. Tings, oh, I guess. Okay, yeah. Um, and I didn't know she had music videos for both tracks, so I guess I have to check out some music videos in preparation for this highly anticipated. Um, follow up to the pink print. Did I say highly anticipated? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brandon, are you looking forward to this new Nicki Minaj project? I can't say that I am, but I will listen upon its release. Well, I mean, it's I pay for Spotify, so it's kind of like <laughs> it's like why not? You know, yeah. it's it's going to show up. Yeah. Want to <laughs> and for some reason, Spotify will tell me. Hey, Benjamin, we've added something that you might like. And I'm just like, how wrong can you be? 
Like they just any major release, I think they just say that. Same thing with Netflix. Like things that I would never watch. We added something you might like. No, I don't want to watch Babe a Pig in the City. I don't want to watch that. Um so it also says that she's filming a documentary with, that will focus on Queen's creation. Um so I guess she's kind of following in the footsteps of a Kanye West who of course, you know, films everything. Uh, and he's already documents everything when he's making an album. And which was the only reason we knew that Taylor Swift said it was okay for him to use that line in um, Famous. So maybe that's, I mean, I wonder if we'll start to see people do that more and release documentaries that they can, themselves can produce and really kind of, they can control the narrative a la Chris Brown. So. Mr. Finna be mean. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, of course, he, he, I'm sure, you know, that was completely unbiased. I'm sure his hands were nowhere near that um, that documentary. Everything they just said was straight, you know, honest and from the heart, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of, um, <laughs> well, speaking of Kanye, I guess, <clears throat> uh, our current president uh, told a crowd um, actually during a speech at the at the NRA's annual conference. I'm sure they could. I'm sure they just did not care. <laughs> that Kanye West helped double his approval rating in the black community. He said, Kanye must have some power because you probably have saw, I doubled my African American poll numbers. It went from 11 to 22 in one week. Thank you, Kanye. I bet half of them were like, who? <laughs> it turns can, out he, <laughs> can ye who? Can ye, can ye weast? <laughs> Or they probably like you know some have dyslexia. They read it as Kane. Kane West. <laughs> Kane West sounds like a country said, singer. He said that like some of his um, some of his plaques still say Kane. <laughs> they still say Kane. Um, and it turns out he was right, at least in part, according to a Reuters poll. A Reuters poll: the numbers were correct when examining black men, not the entire black community. So seriously, who out there like started like supporting him because of what Kanye said? Because even you know who it was who that group of black Republicans from the Key and Peele sketch. <laughs> like seriously, we it's are not like, a monolith. Like it's just like I was with them for a minute because I was like, all right, he's got a history of saying things that we don't always agree with. So I was like, maybe that's what he's doing now. But then he just went too far, and I was like, all right, yeah. I don't think he's doing that anymore. I think he's just talking. I don't think he knows what he's saying. I was in the same boat because I had watched the unnecessarily long interview with Charlemagne the God. And I was like, oh, okay. He's saying some things horribly wrong, but I get where he's going. <laughs> Literally an hour later, he's screaming on TMZ. <laughs> I was on opioids. Like, is that why you I got you liposuction doing? because y'all called me fat. <laughs> who who called him fat? No, he was afraid they were going to call him fat. Oh god! So no one called him fat. He was, and you know what? I'm not because if he if he does have mental issues, those are serious. So I will not make light of them. But like, yeah. So I'm just not going to say anything. It's like Kanye. No. I uh, do. The approval among black people uh, did go up from 8.9 to 16.5. That's so funny. Even though there is no evidence that Kanye actually had an effect 
on the increase in the approval rating. I want to know how this approval rating things work because I've never been asked. So, I mean, they just poll, they poll a segment of the population asking, do you feel that the president is doing a good job? And that's how they go. So, I mean, like they don't ask everyone, but it's just like they get a random sampling in Reuters. I believe it's one of the leaders in doing it, like in those polls and everything. So, now, how many people do they ask? I'm not 100% sure, but I know it's like a segment of the population. I think they try to go, um, I think they try to diversify it so they don't just ask all people on the left, all people on the right, all people who are moderate. They try to kind of mix it up. But you know what, Ben? What? They never asked me. No. I was about to say, they've never asked me or anyone. Well, you I might know. not be on a, you might not be on like one of their call lists. I mean, you might unknowingly just been like, no, nah, don't call me. That that it, is that you know I see the number that says plus one and then it has like nine zeros after it. Is that the? Um, that's actually an out of country call. <laughs> that's someone called. That might be a Nigerian prince. I don't know. Um, but it, I don't know what it could be. But yeah, if you get plus whatever, that's typically an international call. All right. Um, let's get into the uh, charts here. All right, we'll go to the uh, Hot 100 uh, top 10 songs for this week. Number one, Still Holding On, Nice For What by the Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. Uh, at least he's number one in something because his team <laughs> just got uh <laughs> Yeah, apparently, and I don't know if he was down in Atlanta because if so, that was a quick turnaround. But someone that I follow on Instagram was at some club in Atlanta and they're like, oh, my God, is that Drake? And like somebody who looks just like him, dressed just like him, walks by. You don't really get a look at his face. But I'm like, wow, did like they lose? And he was like, just get me to Atlanta. <laughs> I got to get to Magic City immediately. <laughs> like they just like or gold room. It's like, all right. Yeah, we got you, bro. We got you. Like and then, of course, the next part of her Snapchat story is her and her friend in the car like just going wild tonight for what? And I, at that point, I just exited the Snapchat story because I was like, this is stupid. Uh, <clears throat> moving up to number two, uh, Psycho by Sirius Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Um, I listened to the song. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, number three, God's Plan by the Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. Number four, Meant to Be by B.B. Rexa and the Nickelback of Country. Finally heard it. Underwhelmed. Mm. <laughs> Number five, The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Number six, Never Be the Same by the artist formerly known as Fifth Harmony. So she's got another top ten single. Mm-hmm. Number seven, debuting at number seven, Better Now by Sirius Malone. Number eight, Rockstar by Sirius Malone featuring 21 Savage. Excuse me. Nine plus ten equals Savage. What? <laughs> <laughs> know your memes. Um, I, I gotta look this up. 21. <laughs> uh... It moved, so it's back in the top ten. I know it was uh, last winter. Over the winter, it was in the top ten for a while. But if it's on his his new album, then uh, it's reason for it to come back up. 
number nine is Look Alive by Blonde Boy JB featuring the Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. I heard that too. He 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 raps like Soap the Shocker. Like he's very offbeat. That's who he sounds like. Like it was very annoying. I I had to stop it. <laughs> I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, he sounds like some other terrible rapper. Yeah. Yeah, Drake helped that song, like, big time, big time. And number 10, No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. She needs a nickname. Good looking? I don't don't know. No, it's something like... The strongest ponytail in the game? (laughs) I don't think she does it anymore, though, does she? I think she... Let me see. I think she moved it down. (laughs) Yeah, still, it looks like it still might be there. Uh, seeing her appearance recently on Jimmy Fallon. Um, what did she do? They had like, for one time I seen her up there, she did like, they did like the Wheel of Impressions. Oh, yeah. She, and when she, she did Celine Dion, it was like scary. Yeah. So they did a, a genre challenge in which uh, they asked her to sing something by the weekend in the style of a. Um, like a '90s diva or something mm-hmm. like a '90s pop. Did song. she? Did she? Did she do Mariah Carey? No. Okay. No. Well, no. There was one. There was <laughs> one. I can't remember the song, but uh, she has to do with the style of goth rock, and basically, she sang the song like Evanescence, and she sounded nice. just like Andy nice. Ray. She's it's a scary. good singer. Um, she has a she has a really really good cover. That I saw many years ago of emotion by Mariah Carey, that, and she just flawlessly goes through it. And of course, because people are so obsessed with her, they were like, "She didn't do it better." No, she was pretty close. <laughs> like she, yeah, she nails it. And yeah, Brandon's agree with me. She nails it. It's like don't give credit where credits due, people. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a phenomenal singer. Um, I don't. I just wonder if they knew that when they got her on Nickelodeon. Like I just I think wonder. they knew, but didn't know what to do with that yeah because i look at her and i look at demi lovato demi lovato of course coming from disney and i wonder like when they had them did they know like you know these are like possibly the best singers we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> like the, we, we can't keep them on tv or they're gonna leave like we have to get them singing careers or they're going to leave and then they sing you know they, ha- they give her a spinoff I'm like what did i just say <laughs> like, <laughs> what did i just say <laughs> like she is going to leave us Get her a Hollywood record to do. Like, <laughs> stat. Uh, yeah, so let's go to the uh, the Billboard 200 with the top 10 albums. <clears throat> Debuting at number one, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by oh, Sirius Malone. Yeah. Uh, you know what this means. You'll, you'll find out Uh-oh, in a second. Oh, someone else debuted too. Debuting at number two, Graffiti You by Keith Urban. The U is for upstanding <laughs> Keith Urban could he be the uh, I don't know we'll, I'll figure something out for him it's something something with yeah it's got to be something with Australia, Australia <laughs> and country music so, something the Australian cowboy I don't know <laughs> number three falling to number three I guess you would say mm-hmm. KOD by J. Cole uh, Mr. No Features uh, number four, Invasion of Privacy by loving hip-hop legend Cardi B. Uh-oh. Number five, Uh-oh. Still Holding On to the Top Ten. Wow. The Greatest Showman Soundtrack. How many times did you stream This Is Me this week? Just twice. 
How about you, Brandon? I I I I didn't. <laughs> I didn't it at all. So fell. I stole my phone. It only and it only fell because of Post Malone and Keith Urban. Otherwise, it'd yeah. probably still it'd be probably still be up there, like number there, four or something. There is a school somewhere wearing this soundtrack out. <laughs> uh, number six, debuting at number six, "Dirty Computer" by Janelle Monae. Uh, have you listened to that album at all? I have not. I didn't even know it came out yet, so I'll, I will be checking I, it out. I skim, I'm skimmed through it. It's it's pretty good for the most part, from what I can remember. Okay. I did listen a little bit to KOD, though, um, mainly because Kendra was telling me about, was it 1989 or 19, 1985? 1985. Yeah, 1985. We're trying to figure out who, he, like, she was trying to research, like, who he was going off on, because he went off <laughs> on that track. My God. <laughs> he might have gone off on Kanye again. So what we found said that he went off on uh, Lil Pump. Oh. That's who he's dissing. Possibly. So, yeah. Um, Number seven, debuting at number seven, Until Until Death Call My Name by Young Boy Never Broke Again. So these names. Young Boy NBA. That is a name. Yeah. Like, you know, like Young Boy is the, like, Lil or MC Mm -hmm. or Young but it's like young boy now. Yeah. Where's it going to go next? Young man. Like, <laughs> young man. Sorry. So his, his rapper name is actually like never broke again. MC never broke again. Just doesn't yeah. have the same ring. Yeah. I guess. Doesn't work that doesn't work the same. Debuting oh, at man. number eight with legends rise by Godsmack. They're back. I have to listen to that. Yeah. Like I'm going to check that out. So. I'll check it out. Number nine. His other album is still in the top ten. Stony by Sirius Malone. Hold on, wait. This was his second album. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought there, were, but I forgot. Yeah, I, I remember when this first came out. We talked about this a lot. Stony. Okay. Like I was wondering, like, how good is this album? Man, people are still buying it. And number ten to round out the top ten. Rearview Town by Jason Aldean. Who will not put himself on Spotify. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, our sources and Mr. Aldean are <laughs> trying to work out a deal. Like, he ain't, he ain't working out a deal. He don't need you. <laughs> Is he even on title? That would be really funny if he was. <laughs> they know how to treat an artist. <laughs> I was looking at the Artist 100. He released an album. He's got four songs in the top ten right now. And two albums. And two <laughs> albums. Of course. It's serious Malone. Do we take him seriously now? No. No. You gotta you gotta get a better album title than Stony and Beer Bongs and Bentley's. If you want me to take you serious. Just saying. Alright. Number two, Keith Urban. Up from album. number seventy eight. Yeah, from Obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> he released an album. So he's up to number two. Number three, the perpetual Kentucky recruit. Number four, uh, Mr. No Features. Number five, loving hip hop legend Cardi B. Number six, the retired, unretired 2K. What are they doing? Are they doing anything? They might be touring. And that's maybe that's why, but I like they're that that band, though. They're that band that because, um, 
like their songs are arena songs and you can just use them at any sporting event, they're probably constantly being shazammed. <laughs> just like you're at a football game, you're at a basketball game. Like, oh man, what's that song? Oh, it's Imagine Dragons. It's like, and now it's in the starting lineups. Boom, down, down, and down, boom, down, down. I'm so sorry. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like every song they have released can be the intro song for any sports team. <laughs> like, NHL, put on some Imagine Dragons. <laughs> NBA, put on some Imagine Dragons remix with a rapper. <laughs> NFL, put on some Imagine Dragons. Soccer or football, wherever you're from, put on Imagine Dragons. Like, anywhere. Lacrosse. Imagine Dragons. It just works. It's probably at a. It's probably gets played in every Georgia Swarm game. Oh right yeah, now. see, and Ooh. that's the thing. Half y'all don't know what that is. That's our lacrosse team. Yes, yeah. we have a professional lacrosse and, team, and they're very good. That, they, yeah, they from won the championship last year. Yeah, <laughs> which is sad because like every team we get here, like our Atlanta United, apparently is like very good. Mm-hmm. Why can't the Hawks? <laughs> I know they're tanking. I know, but come on, like. But yeah, I think I think that's what's happening. They're probably getting shazammed all the time. All right, uh, I, it's probably something like that. I would agree. Number seven, uh, the most influential artist in black music. Mm-hmm. Number eight, the artist formerly known as Fifth Harmony. Number nine, uh, I think we could call them. Uh, we worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I hope they're eating. Like, I, <laughs> hope hope they're, they're okay. I hope they're okay. <laughs> uh, we're, of course, talking about BTS. BTSOS. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, uh, who was unranked last week, Janelle Monet. Nice. All right. So uh, one last story we wanted to share uh, in relation to the Billboard charts is that if you do have a paid account, like I have a premium Spotify account, Ben has premium Spotify account, mm-hmm. Brandon, I know you're using Apple Music. I don't know if you're if you're if you're on the if you're also using Spotify. Yeah, I think I have the the premium equivalent to Spotify on Apple Music. Okay. Okay. So uh, for those who have a, a paid. Um, <laughs> account for streaming services <clears throat> uh, when you stream an album uh, Billboard has announced excuse me <clears throat> Billboard has announced um, uh, that it's going to be it was going to be revamping its chart formulas and uh, they'll take on the following point system for streaming so one full point per play for paid subscription streams, two-thirds of a point per play for ad-supported streams that may be your free Spotify or Apple Music account or uh, Pandora. So I think that's what three is, one half a point for program streams. That's Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just, you play whatever they give you, (laughs) basically. And for the Billboard 200, which tracks albums, has two tiers, which is their... Well, the first part, that was for songs. And for the albums, paid prescription, subscription audio streams, equating 1,250 streams, tr- streams to one album unit. 
So if you stream from the album, that's a lot. <laughs> and ad supported audio streams take 3,750 streams to equal one album unit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, previously, paid and ad supported or the free streams had equal weight. And under the new rules, paid streams are valued more. So a song that gets paid, played a hundred times on a subscription service will collect a hundred points. But if it's on a free account, it accounts for 66 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of that? Uh, Brandon, what do you think of that as far as like the paid accounts getting played from a paid account uh, counts for more? I want to know what's their what's their end goal with that? Like why? I want to know why. Why? Because if someone playing a song is playing a song, but why does if I pay for if I pay this this normal subscription it counts three times as money? There has to be an end game for that, like a reasoning. I wonder if it has to do with so initially I thought it was so that pop artists um like more radio friendly pop artists start to show up on the charts more because if you've noticed one thing a lot of the more radio friendly pop artists are not showing up as much on the charts and the people who are streaming you're less radio friendly so if you think of you know one of the songs that dominated the summer last year was um Cardi B's um Bodak Yellow when you look at the number of streams it had, it was a lot, you know, the streams were a lot less than like its counterparts. Um, and you also have to wonder, you know, like her fans who might, you know, be lower income, maybe don't have access to premium accounts. Let me add this in as well here. Um, this is on here. <clears throat> streams on YouTube count. Paid streams or just streams? Both. Okay. But, some if some fans had like for me like driving for Uber right mm-hmm. if kids the the rare time that a kid wants to play music from their phone they play from in YouTube. my car they're playing from YouTube that's a lot of data <laughs> that's a whole lot of data so um, I think that accounts for a lot of it especially you know with the well there were all Vivo accounts but now. Uh, that's taken off the artist's name. Mm-hmm. So instead of Cardi B Vivo, it, just, it will just say Cardi B. Yeah. Uh, so anything that is officially on an artist's channel mm-hmm. will, uh, <clears throat> I guess that will count towards their yeah. streams possibly. But because fr- YouTube is a free uh, platform yeah, and it's ad supported, it won't count as much. Mm-hmm. So basically... Uh, this could change what is popular. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of is that they're pressuring, they're pressuring music. They're pressuring artists to pressure their fans into buying their music. Um, because so, I mean, like it seems, it almost kind of seems to me like one of those, you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back. You know, the music industry, of course, they want to go back to the days of, you know, making millions off of a record easy. You know, and with streaming, it's a little bit harder to do that. So what do you do? Oh, well, we make 
we make um, free streams or ad supported streams um, count for less in hopes of maybe let's get these artists out here pushing their fans to get premium accounts for these for some of these um, for some of these platforms. And if that's the case, then, you know, everyone makes a little bit more money, although I don't think that some of the record companies are going to like if that starts to happen. Um, I don't think that you'll start to see artists get to artists and writers and other content creators will not be in there renegotiating their royalty rates for streaming, which, you know, be funny if you got the the writer strike all over again, because that's kind of what the um, the writers Guild of America strike was about only with Blu-ray sales. They didn't want to get screwed over on DVD and Blu-ray sales the way they did initially, because, you know, the higher ups were like, oh, this media will never take off. So you don't need to negotiate a high rate. And guess what? It took off and they wanted a higher rate and they struck um, to get it. I doubt you'll see. I don't think there's like, well, actually, you do. You have the what the BMI and um, the other one that I cannot think of ASCAP. So I guess technically writers and producers could strike if they wanted. But I think there's so much money being made. They don't want to. So but that's my other thing. Maybe they just is to get these artists to pressure their fans. But my first thought really is just that it's coded for we need to push these pop artists more to the forefront. The pop artist fans typically will buy premium accounts. Their streams count more. And then next thing you know, you know, like, because if that was the case, I imagine a Taylor Swift record, you know, is probably still top 10 right now. I have no clue what has happened to reputation. It is faded into the ether along with Man of the Woods. Those were like two of what we thought were two of the biggest pop artists in the game right now. And they're absolutely being dominated by the likes of Drake and uh, and Cardi B and Stoney Malone. <laughs> I can't remember. Stoney Malone, Post Malone, or Sears Malone, whatever you want to call them. Like they're being dominated by these artists that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I mean, we talked about it, like looking in the top 10 at the point where like, what like nine of the 10 songs were hip hop and R and B songs. Um, usually by the same artists like Migos was dominating at one point. You would never think of this 10, 15 years ago. And it looks weird. You know, what are the, what was the motivation behind it? I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend to read minds and not like I know, but I got to imagine somebody like a Taylor Swift or Justin Timberlake who are used to dominating the charts are probably like, you know, how can we tip the odds in our favor? Because I will admit, like, it is, it is a little weird how reputation has all but disappeared. Like, we've heard nothing about it. It's It had its it had its early chart success. None of its singles are doing well. Um, she's about to go on her tour. I mean, she'll probably sell out because she's got, you know, the fan base like the Beehive. I don't know if it's the Swift Army or what. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, but, like, that's all she's got is her tour. Like, she's not selling albums. <laughs> And it's it's very interesting to see. Like it's, I I wonder if like if you're at, at um, Big Machine, if you're disappointed, or if you're pushing for something like this, if you're at Big Machine, I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. I think it. I I kind of agree there to where it's being the people are being pushed to. The kids are being pushed to get the premium accounts mm-hmm. with Spotify or to get Apple music or to get YouTube red. Yeah. I'm never getting YouTube red. That seems like the no. biggest waste of Never. money. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess if they want the to see their artists be number one, mm-hmm. um, I think it'll also uh, kind of curb the like this formula really worked for Drake, the current one, mm-hmm. to where God's Plan came out and it was number one. It debuted Instantly. at number one, <laughs> and that one that rarely happens, and that's not supposed to happen for a hip hop artist Mm-mm. ever. Um, that's supposed to happen for that's reserved for pop artists, mm-hmm. and then he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> So like before the, the song just it was almost like before the song dropped like Drake huh huh what <laughs> push it to number one. Uh, so I think it, it's kind of like when Tiger Woods won the Masters the mm-hmm. first time. What did the Masters do? They changed the they course. Changed the course. <laughs> <laughs> like they Tiger proofed it. This is too easy. <laughs> so that that's kind of what they're doing here to I guess make it more fair. We you know we need more. Jason Aldean's uh, at the top of the charts. Nah, maybe Keith Urban's. I don't. I don't think anyone really cares about Jason Aldean. <laughs> like the day that people are like, we gotta. I'm sorry. We need more pentatonics. At the yeah, top there you of the go. <laughs> I was gonna say the day somebody pulls a Jason like a jaw rule with Jason Aldean. Like, where is Jason Aldean? <laughs> Someone get Jason Aldean on the phone. I need him to make sense of this. <laughs> like, I'll eat my shirt. I guess I don't. That's my go-to. <laughs> I'll melt my shirt down, and yeah, I read some guy actually did that. He uh, put it in some um, some liquid substance that would melt his shirt down, and he drank it. <laughs> so I'll do that, yeah, because it's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's why. Where is Jason? <laughs> All right, so let's. Um, I'll do it for our music news. So Ben. Um, what is your earworm of the week? I gotta go with uh, "Pow!" This is America. Hey, <laughs> I gotta go with it. Um, so yeah, I saw it on I saw it in your um, your Instagram page. It was late at night. I uh, I ate some things in Mississippi I shouldn't have eaten, and I didn't sleep much those two days. <laughs> so I just happened to wake up and see it on your um, on your page. And I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And then I went and watched the video. And of course, you know, blown away. Thought it was a great song, great message. Um, I know some people like the video more than the song. That's understandable because it is a really cool video. Um, the more analyzed it, of course, I told you, it reminded me of Don Henley's "All We Want, All She Wants to Do Is Dance." So all Childish Gambino does is dance in the video, while like the most heinous things are ha- like something heinous had just been done. <laughs> And then in the background, more heinous things are being done. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, look at me. I'm dancing. Look at me. Ignore like death rides by on a horse. Ignore death on a horse. You know, it's just me. Then he's up on a cop car dancing, which makes me think of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he's like, you know, next thing you know, you're on a cop car dancing, just trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> but the song, and I guess this is kind of to bring light on an older song that I don't think most people knew about because wasn't it in Kitey Ugly? All she wants to do is dance. I think so. And I think people literally thought it was just about hot women dancing. No, it's about all the really messed up things going on around the world. And all Americans want to do is dance. And it's when you think of like when you read the lyrics and go read them, it's kind of messed up. It's like the, you know, the government bugged the men's room and all she wants to do is dance. 
And it's just like Childish Gambino walks in, shoots someone in the head, starts dancing. All is forgiven. It's like Don Henley, right? <laughs> yeah, Don Henley. He also do Dirty Laundry. Yeah, he did Dirty Laundry about, about uh, paparazzi's obsession with celebrities. And, like, no, not paparazzi necessarily. It's just the local news. News, yeah. Obsession. So, um, but immediately that's what I thought of looking at it. Like, all she wants to do, is, this is like all she wants to do is dance 2K18 where like Childish Gambino was like, I'm going to show you some of the most disturbing images you've ever seen and then I'm going to dance and everything's cool. <laughs> like literally, that's what it was. Like he just comes in, the choir is singing, he just grabs a gun out of nowhere, mows them all down <laughs> and then he just starts doing that little jig again. And, and, it's just, and then what did they do with the gun? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Could you put it on this nice yeah. red silk thing? <laughs> this know. is America. Yeah, so... um so yeah, go check that. I know. I mean, I imagine people listening to this have heard that song. Go check out the Don Henley song. It's an oldie but a goodie, and you'll just see the parallels. Like, and it's sad because it's like twenty years later, man. <laughs> we're still doing this. Hell, that might be thirty years later. We're still doing the same thing. All we want to do is dance. Thank you, Childish Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so wait. This is America by Childish Gambino, and we'll be right back. On the 
hundred bands, hundred bands. Contraband, contraband, contraband. I got the plug on a hawker. Whoa. They're gonna find you like Waka. All right. That is, uh, what, uh, This is America. Yeah. Which I was giving me, you know. Single as of right now. Well, technically, it's not a single. He didn't release it as a single? <laughs> well, it's released as a single, but it's not like the first single from the new album. Oh, okay. It's just a kind single, of single. Just a song. Yeah. So I'm, this is interesting. Um, I was reading the credits for All She Wants to Do Is Dance. Lindsey Buckingham played on it. Hmm. David Paik from um, Toto played on it, <laughs> um, along with Mike Campbell, who I believe was also on um, and was like a touring musician with um, Fleetwood Mac. Very interesting. Um, and then for This Is America, um, I had like Young Thug. Yeah, so he Savage. has all these rappers in the background. So yeah, he's got uh, Young Thug. He's got um, he's got Block Boy, JB, Twenty One Savage, and Qua- of course Quavo. With the bloop. <laughs> so um, interesting collabs on these two songs. So he got them to do the ad libs, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Cool. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm trying to think of rappers who did it better than Quavo before Quavo, because I feel like he's kind of like he's made the ad lib as was so um, hilariously done by Keenan in the Friendos sketch. Like he's made it like an art, like it isn't it, like it, it's his thing. Like when Kanye West posted like "Make America Great Again," and Trump comes in and retreats with MAGA, they're like Trump came in with the ad lib, <laughs> like Quavo. It's like it's a thing now. Like it's just so funny. <laughs> I, I think the closest, um, the one who's where to where the ad libs were just as important was DMX. What with the oh, oh. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> oh God. But he Come did on. his own ad libs though. Like yeah, that's the I'm I'm saying that's the closest. Because mm-hmm. like now and I guess it's it helps because it's a group, but like <coughs> at this mm-hmm. point like I'm I'm trying to think like have have I ever heard a song where they brought Quavo in like explicitly for the ad lib. Not, like no verse, you don't see in the hook ad libs. Like that's all you're doing, <laughs> and he and like he probably gets a nice hefty check <laughs> just for doing those ad libs. So power to you, man. Like that's whew, Quavo, man. <laughs> Quavo. <laughs> all right, so uh, we started the show with a clip from the. Uh, critically acclaimed animated series, The Boondocks, in which there was an episode about the trial of R. Kelly. Great episode. Classic episode. Yeah. So uh, we have, um, <clears throat> in light of recent events, <laughs> very recent, <laughs> uh, we watched uh, the documentary Sex Girls and Videotape, produced by the BBC. Uh, and it's about what R. Kelly's been up to recently. <laughs> For lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, on it's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of people put up the whole thing. It's only about an hour long. Yeah. 
they could have so they could have gone longer with that so um in comparison to some of the other documentaries we've watched you know 101 being you know clocking in at two hours um what was the one that chris brown did like my life or something like that yeah there's like an hour 20 <clears throat> yeah this one was i was like okay an hour not bad at the end i was like that's it like we there's more that needs to be talked about here that we can talk about and if anything i felt like it was only an hour probably because i felt like the host was so defeated <laughs> like he was like i don't he really seems defeated i don't want to know anymore <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna pretend the rest didn't happen <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen. Praises him in the beginning. Yeah, he's like R. Kelly is one of the, you know, is the greatest R&B singer in the world right now. It's like, whoa, pump the brakes, man! Like, he ain't been the greatest in in, in at least a few years. Like, it's been at least you know half a decade, if we're being kind. Many R&B singers have come after him, Um, and it's just like he was like he was like if R. Kelly had a fan army, he was in it. Yeah, and he just was like as it went on. <clears throat> you could tell he progressively got more and more his point of view of him got more and more beat down to where he was kind of like don't don't tell me what I'm thinking don't tell me what I'm thinking <laughs> no no um so yeah it was that was maybe something that wasn't intentional that was just interesting to watch like just his opinion just go from like he was on like cloud 10 by the end of it he was at 1 and you know, like he wanted to, like you know, steamroll his R. Kelly CDs. <laughs> like he wanted to go call Ja Rule, yeah, <laughs> to make sense of to see this. what Ja thinks. And Ja's like, "I told you, man." I don't know. That was a bad impression. Of <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, I have some notes. Go I ahead, know you do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you're talking about the uh, the I call him the narrator, but the you see him on screen. Yeah. Uh, he is truly torn. Mm-hmm. I noticed that from the very beginning. <laughs> what is, he, is he Scottish? British. He's British. I think he sounded he's pedophile. Is what he, how you say it? Pedophile. Pedophile. <laughs> that's how they say it in the UK. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's what's up. Uh, because even though he went to the venue, this at the beginning, he went to the venue, mm-hmm. he knew there would be protesters. <laughs> he had still got tickets. Like yeah. He's still going to watch this show. Oh, yeah. He got t- I, like, I got tickets for myself and the crew. So they, he got he bought the tickets with his own money. I yeah, think. probably <laughs> had to pay for the flights, everything. Yeah, um, we are still going into the show. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Which was it, it, like protesters. Like, what did they think was going to happen? Like, ain't nothing stopping this R. Kelly train. <laughs> well, the show had been canceled. Well, the second guess, one, the yeah. second night was canceled. So I guess they stopped that. But maybe that was due to poor ticket sales. I don't know. Like. Do we really think that R. Kelly has know. the ability to sell out Dallas two <laughs> nights in a row <laughs> anymore? Like, that place looks thinking, sold like, is out. Is R. Kelly really still that hot of a commodity? That's and that's what I I'm wondering. So I really do think so. That place that that looked like it was sold out. Well, I imagine that one was, but like, was it like another night? Like, yeah, I'll come and see him flail around again, like <laughs> grab the dick. You know, it's like <laughs> uh. <laughs> like it was just so. He was like, yeah, they told me I need to tone it down. Like yes, still part of his show. <laughs> I don't know. Like at this point, like we get it. You know, he was banned from Columbus. Mm, you told me. Yeah, he couldn't come back. I, was he banned from Augusta too? Or like, <laughs> uh, as far as I know, not yet. 
Yeah, they, they banned him. <laughs> they said his his act was too sexual and he could not come back. And my sister was so hurt. <laughs> if only she knew that. Well, no, she might have been. She might have been just right for him back then. She might have been. <laughs> I'm trying to think how long ago this was. She might have been just right. He might have trolled her high school. <laughs> R. Kelly is like, take me to the, take me to the local high school and show me the girls who are sophomores and under. <laughs> we could go to McDonald's. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So speaking of that, yes, Brandon. Thank you for bringing that up. Who picks up women at the McDonald's? <laughs> I, I the question I wrote down is what kind of game works at McDonald's. You want to supersize? Hey, I'm R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like writing this. a new song, and I could use some inspiration. <laughs> and did, were these girls customers at the McDonald's, or were they employees at the McDonald's? Probably both. <laughs> but you are still on the clock, lady. <laughs> but that's R. Kelly. That's the pop pop of R&B. It reminds me of this bit of, uh, that Sinbad did to where he said that, you know, Guys will hit on a woman anywhere. Yep. <laughs> they could be the girl could be behind the counter at McDonald's. Yes. He go try to holler. But if it's but the guy can't work at McDonald's no. and hit on a customer. Don't, don't work the other way. It doesn't work the other way for No, it does not. Um and this is this is kind of an ancillary note. I wrote it's not Atlanta unless you show Coca Cola and the varsity. And what did they do? They showed both. Like, Ooh. in case you didn't know, you're in Atlanta. Coca-Cola. The Varsity. Coca-Cola. Seventy-five, eighty-five. <laughs> yeah, show something else. Show our new stadium. We spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> um, speaking of it in Atlanta, uh, this lawyer might suck. He might be, like, a terrible lawyer. Yeah, he's probably... Uh, C student, maybe. <laughs> Barely passed it. Like he knows. Like he sucks. Yeah, he got his degree at like Everest. <laughs> <laughs> Took him a few times to pass the bar. He had to pass it like Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. It's like how'd you pass it? Just took it over and over again until I passed it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he wasn't very good. Like I, as I'm, and I, I, at first I was like, I'm not sure if he's not very good. Or if this is just maybe more complex than we're thinking, because he or sounded is R. Kelly really this this genius, yeah, a diabolical genius. Like he sounded more <coughs> reactive than proactive. Like we're not gonna go try and find her, we're just gonna wait. <laughs> like she should be free any moment now, and she'll come and tell us everything. Ten days later, she had to go back. <laughs> maybe she had to go back. Uh, the next that I wrote down was. Okay, this lawyer might not be a real lawyer. He's a paralegal. <laughs> Still a paralegal. Because that's all the family could afford. Oh. They spent so much money on a private investigator to find their daughter and to find out, yeah, she's still in the house. Brought it to a law firm like, uh, I can't handle this, but uh Chad over here. <laughs> hey Chad, come here. He moves the mountain of papers. Like, hey boss. Can you take this one? Oh, my first case. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, thug died on the top of the pops. That was interesting. <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, where do what bar do you have to go to to bump into former R. Kelly backup singers? 
Cause I'm pr- like they're in Atlanta. I know that's a bar. This is like a you know probably I wouldn't be surprised if like that's Apache Cafe or uh, Red Light Cafe because um, yeah. it looked like they were setting up for like some sort of neo soul or whatever, and just R. Kelly's former backup singer just happened to be there. That's interesting. Um, I thought. Well, before before they got to that clip, they showed the the infamous uh, interview with Teray. <laughs> <laughs> And when she asked the question, do you like teenage girls? And I thought his head was going to explode. Yeah, when he said, I wrote, I wrote Torre's head nearly exploded. Like he just could not believe it. And he was just like, the look on his face is like, okay, I'm going to ask you this again. Cause maybe you didn't hear it. Do you like teenage girls? What do you mean when you say teenager? Oh God. Um, yeah, I thought his head was going to explode. Like, he had this look of shock as if, like, he, like... He, he thought he asked the clearest question yeah. in the world. Like, wait, I got to clarify? Like, they might have like they might have practiced it and <laughs> R. Kelly went off script. <laughs> How old are we talking? Like, he wanted to grab the, he wanted to grab the minutes from, <laughs> from, like, a past case. He's like, um, under oath, you told me no. <laughs> <laughs> And R. Kelly was like, I got, I got to be free. I got to tell the truth, man. If she's 19, yeah, I might. <laughs> I got some like, friends. Yes, I do have some 19-year-old friends. Mind you, he has to be like at least 43 mm-hmm. in this club. Yeah. But it's not wrong that R. Kelly. Nope, his mind's telling him no. As, <laughs> well, according to one guy in the documentary, as I quote... If she had a big booty, she had a big booty. Yes. Whether she was fifteen or twenty, that was the manager, right? Yeah. You know what's weird about that? About that quote, you may hear it at first as like, okay, yeah, it didn't matter if she was underage or she was of age. The second thing I noticed is he stopped at twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say it didn't matter if she was fifteen or she was, was twenty eight. No, he's not at twenty. That's that five year range. That was the Pied Piper's hard limit. <laughs> twenty one, man, get that old woman out of here. <laughs> twenty one, what you think I were in the senior citizen home? Uh uh-uh, uh, get her out. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. No. Chop chop. Really? It's like hey, yo, R, she's seventeen. Oh, that's prom right there, man. That's prom. Yeah. Not too old, <coughs> not so young that she's not my pet. Like, what was up? <laughs> she's my pet. She's my pet. Like, whoa. Um, like, to where the, the, the narrator, director, whoever, was so, he was a little surprised that uh, Lavelle, who we met at a place that looked like a Apache Cafe. Yeah. Um, he was surprised that he was so blunt and straightforward. Yeah, he was very... He was the only one. Well, the only guy that they that he spoke to was like, yep, yep, he did it. That was him. <laughs> yeah. And when we were the backup singer, I think he got fired because he noticed. <laughs> he's uh, like... <clears throat> he, and, he, and he probably asked questions. He's yeah, like, he's like, hey, hey man, man uh, um, don't y'all think that, you know, she's a little too young? And then all of a sudden... <laughs> and all of a sudden... R. Kelly yeah. makes a new album, and, and he's not, he's on, not it. on the he's not, he's not on the backup tour, singer yeah. on it. <laughs> it's like, hey, dog, uh, why are R. Kelly messing with girls doing algebra homework, man? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> he's like, he likes to help them. 
X he plus Y equals. The bobos. About the different hair bobos in the bathroom. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Um, what else do I have here? R. Kelly cruising at the high schools, man. Yeah. So that was funny when they were like, everybody knows somebody that had sex with R. Kelly. Like six degrees of separation or something. Like, yeah, I know somebody that knew somebody that, you know, did R. Kelly. Like, that's kind of weird. And like, they all knew. Like, they made him sound like he was the clown from It. Like, be careful, man. Or R. Kelly gonna scoop you up. <laughs> But like, don't come well, to school with them seem, short they shorts. They sound like he went to the school at the same time. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's just that's just Robert. He's in tenth grade. He gets around. <laughs> oh, Robert graduated ten years ago. <laughs> He's still coming back. It's like y'all better watch out, man. Why you wearing those shorts today? Because I heard R. Kelly's coming through. He gonna snatch you up, girl. Like. Uh, and it spoke to the culture of relationships in Chicago. I don't know if it's in Chicago, but. I mean, it happened, you know, where we went to yeah. school and possibly for you as well, Brandon, mm -hmm. to where there was always a few girls that dated guys that were much older, much than, older than them, 10 to 15 years old, much older than they should have. Yes. Is that something that, that you saw when you were in high school, Brandon? I saw it all the time and I hated it. Yeah. But not from the sense of, yo, this is wrong, <clears throat> but. My teenage brain at the time was like, yeah, man, they're taking all the girls. That's exactly what I said. No, I was like, I can't wait till I get their age. And I'm going to get a car. Yeah. Then when I got their age, I was like, I don't want a high school chick. Ugh. <laughs> they're, they're so immature and stupid. Like, I don't I don't need that noise. You got to entertain them. I even tried to get with one chick who was just out of high school. And I was like, this is too much. This is too much. You're cute, man. but this is too much. <laughs> I remember in college, I had a few classes with some really, really young people. Like, I'm talking like 18, 17, about to turn 18. And, like, they were cool. We talked about comic books and stuff. But, like, after a while, I was like, ah, I, I can't. Why are you guys always dancing? Like, what is this? It's a, str it's a struggle, man. So, yeah, R. Kelly had to have some, like, real patience to deal with these women. Like, because he went like real young like if he's hitting on like 14 15 year old girls they can't even drive yet like they're like getting their learner's permits and like robert can you take me out driving like well see that's the thing though they're impressionable so mm -hmm. he can have control oh yeah i imagine see, that's too why old then they're independent they got their own way of thinking they want to fight back <laughs> <laughs> they want to fight they want to talk yeah out loud it's like you can't hold me hostage <laughs> they, they believe they have wait, wait, choices and options pet? Yeah, but I'm not a pet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean a pet? Um, I did write here, Zonique was kind of cute. I thought that was kind of interesting how she was like, yeah, if I was on a song with R. Kelly, um, it would be a hit, but not because of me, because of R. Kelly. Like, hmm, okay. I just wrote down, she too old for R. Kelly. Yeah, she's, she's way too old. old. I don't know if she is or not, but I just felt like she's too old if she's like, you know, so willing to go along. Um. They, after that scene at the high school, I thought the whole city of Chicago is complicit. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yes. The entire city. They've seen wait, him. Wait. So everyone knew about this <laughs> and no one said anything. Because he was holding up the he was holding up Chicago, man. They saw him at the McDonald's like, there's R. Kelly again. 
Nah, man, just don't look. He's just one don't of those look. people holding up the city. Like, Jordan has one side. Yeah. R. Kelly got the other. Now, that was funny because you could tell they were in the United Center because you could see behind yeah. that championship logo for 1996 <laughs> when they were interviewing that guy. He was He's part of the city, man. And you see, you see R. Kelly, you know, cruise up to the McDonald's. You just look the other way. TP2 is awesome. Oh, God. When he talked about the recording process... They're like, R. Kelly didn't write things down. He just went off the top of his head, you know? That is, Which I can believe. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a video on YouTube where, I think it was College Humor, where they <laughs> asked him to just randomly make up a song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was just about to bring that up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy is talented. Oh, no. Why am I praising him? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm see if I can pull it up. Because, like, like um, we're going to give you some terms. And we want you to write a song about it. All right. One of your terms is sex dolphin. (laughs) Be careful. Like, how old is that sex dolphin? (laughs) If she's, if that sex dolphin's over 20, not interested. Or a song called, uh, all right. Your term is, um, hero sandwich. How, How old? Once again, how old is this hero sandwich? But he does have an actual song called Oreo, which I found out I from like watching this movie. documentary, where uh, he talks about licking the middle of an Oreo. Yeah, he make, he make it anything sexual. All right, here's the clip of uh, the silly songs they actually songs come up I with. I like the right life. That's my job. That's my challenge, you know, and that's what I love to do. I love to just take simple lyrics that people say every day, that people do every day, and, and just turn it into a massive hit. We gave R. Kelly four random phrases, and he turned them into songs. <laughs> Sex dolphin. Swimming in your waters with you. I want to be a dolphin to you. Going ee. Going ee. Ice hockey. Take this chain on my neck. Give me much respect. Take you to my bedroom, kissing on your neck. I wanna be your ice hockey player. I wanna <laughs> be your ice hockey player, your dragon slayer, girl, girl. And we can get into one of them fights <laughs> like they do on hockey every night. Stop it! Oh, <laughs> hockey player, baby, yeah. Hear that sex newspaper. Good news, good news. All I want to hear today is good news. Go give me a paper. Oh, because oh, I want to read about good news. Italian Bring hero sandwich of love and your friend to my crib, baby. And, and y'all can sandwich me. Like an Italian, what is it? Hero. Hero or hero? Hero. Like an Italian hero sandwich, we'll be making history. Bring (laughs) one of your friends to my career. Y'all can sandwich me like an Italian hero sandwich, baby. Mm Mmm. 
Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> for your tum, tum, tum. I mean, something like that. I don't know. I mean, why is she so good in this? Studio, I'm gonna be mad with it, but why is she so good in this? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I wanted to know where he was gonna go with that, and I could hear every single one of those songs on the radio. <laughs> An Italian hero sandwich of love. Oh God, he would turn that into a threesome. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Way to go, R. Kelly. <laughs> You're a despicable human being, but way to go. Um, <laughs> Where do we go from here? Oh, anyway. Like, why is he so good at this? No, I, I'm for real. Like, that's really, that's really creepy. Because, um, like, you could tell he was going off the dome. He couldn't even remember the phrase they gave him. He was just so into the song. Yeah. <laughs> What what you say? Italian hero? Hero or hero? <laughs> like hero? Or hero? Well, yeah, you just want to go, like what kind of sandwich? Like the Greek sandwich, or you're talking about it like a hoagie? Um, so, so all right. So I have a question about this. Of course, <clears throat> Aaliyah was the first, as we see in this long line of underage girls um, toward love affairs. Um, you know, of course, the they have the marriage certificate. Was there a ceremony or not? He said there was. R. Kelly and Aaliyah said there wasn't. Um, with all of this coming out, with Aaliyah, you know, how old? I don't know how old she would have been at, right now. Probably in her 30s, I'm she assuming. Would be, she would be 38. What would she think now? Like, would she go from being a quote-unquote victim or would she, would she start speaking out? Depending on the state of her career, she might have like avoided talking about it. You think so? Because she really didn't after. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't like uh, like talk about it at all. Yeah. I'm just looking at pictures uh, of her. <laughs> I don't know, she, might, she might have. She might have spoken about. It. I did, like especially the, if she mm -hmm. stayed with uh, with Dame Dash. Oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I did write this question down because I know we like uh, when we had Eric on. I asked the question: Did R. Kelly mess up with Aaliyah? Or, and, <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> uh, the question I wrote down was: After Aaliyah, was he chasing a ghost, or was he perfecting the craft? Ooh, ooh! He was like, I won't make those mistakes again. Yeah. <laughs> See her family found out. See, so we got to cut her off from the family. Gotta yeah, cut her off from the family. Ooh, touche! I'm gonna buy a big compound. Mm -hmm. Y'all gonna live with me? That's I'm gonna have sad. My Italian sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> with my sex dolphin. <laughs> That's sad because, like, as a result of working with Aaliyah, she actually got famous. So a part of his perfecting the craft is these girls don't get famous. That's kind of sad. I don't want to think he's perfecting it. That's really sad. These girls probably got talent too. Mm -hmm. They're probably just there. To that, that's that's if they're aspiring artists, that's where it starts. Yeah. The last the last name that I remember that was working with R. Kelly was Sparkle. Yeah. Oh she, wow! She yeah. disappeared almost immediately. No, I'm. Oh yeah, he did work with her. They had some good music. She was too old for him. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, so his brother, um, that was interesting. There's some animosity there. Uh, there's some, some, something going on there. Like he, uh, I don't think they talk at Christmas. <laughs> it just, it just seemed like, I don't want to talk about that. No, I don't want to talk about that. Like he just kept saying, like, if you would have kept going, he might have pulled his strap and been like, I don't want to talk about that. I thought it was a little bit of a different motive. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to bash him now mm. because I might get one more shot <laughs> at that fifty grand in the record deal. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that. But then, like, it was because, like, you can you know it's something because the older brother came by to yeah. the house to this questionable house. Yeah, and, like it sounded like he wanted to go into it, but immediately he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that now." Mm-mm. Yeah, come listen. Come listen to my music. Yeah, he played him. <laughs> check out my verse. Like I did write down. The BBC don't care about your mixtape. Nope. They did that just because they were hoping you would talk about your brother. That was it. Like just, just let him play the song. Like just let him play. It. Maybe he'll talk. Just like, <clears throat> just like get through a full verse. But uh, <laughs> back in the Escape concert. Um, the with uh, with Rocky, mm-hmm. I was like, <clears throat> we were saying like, well, I've never seen him, you know, do anything. Like, <laughs> of course, he's not going to be intimate with a potentially underage girl in front of you. Having an audience is a bad idea. I think he's this. lying, and I think he I has think seen something. Lying. I think and he is straight why, up lying. You know why I think he's lying? Because. He asked him, it's like, oh, he's like, was like, do you know of like a, a wedding ceremony that took place? He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then at the end of the interview, yeah, he goes, come on, man, tell me. Was there, was there a ceremony? He's like, yeah, yeah I, was there, I was there. Yeah. He is <laughs> lying. He is still in the industry and he will not be honest. He is lying. Just, yeah, I was there. All right, guys. And he was the one uh, talking about a booty is a booty. (laughs) (laughs) Our Facebook Live just dropped, so we're just going to stop it. Facebook just don't want us. How come Facebook don't don't want us? They won't let us be great, but uh, you can still. It's that R. R Kelly machine. Yeah, they know what's going on, man. The Kelly army. That's got to be it. (laughs) Um. Is that the chocolate army? Is that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh man! Um, so, did anyone believe the story? I'm gonna write a song for Michael Jackson. Did anyone believe that story? I I, I believed it. Mm. I mean, it just said, but it sounded so far fetched to them. It did. It sounded hokey to me. Like he was like, "I'm gonna write a song for R. Kelly." Just, I mean, for Michael Jackson. Like it just seemed so oddly specific. Like, is that why he wrote "I Believe I Can Fly"? Because he's like. This will get me to work, Michael Jackson. Then he wrote Gotham City. One step close to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's Michael Jackson's like, hey, man, you want to write a song? He's like, been dreaming about this since I was a kid, man. And Mike's like, since you were a kid, I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog, ask, ask my brothers. <laughs> brothers? <laughs> Are um, they kids? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> is this is that why him and Michael Jackson vibed? Is, was it that? Oh no! Was like Michael was like, ah, oh, you're not going young enough. 
And R. Kelly's like, well, you know, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I go young enough, but you on the other side of the fence, Mike. Yeah. But <laughs> he's like, I don't know how you deal with that, man. He's like, ah, they all look the same at that age. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop because we're a family <laughs> show. <laughs> um, I didn't realize he was 51, too. Like, that kind of threw me off. Uh, I did write down that Rocky was on some bull. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Like he's, he's lying. Um, like, did anyone I've never think- seen him do anything, but there were young girls around. Yeah. And he did have us go after young girls and stuff like that. But I ain't saying that he did it. He was watching the door. He's probably like, make sure don't nobody put that camera away. Is that Mr. Kelly's camera? And put it away. Um, yeah. Um How much water have you drank today? Ew. Oh <laughs> Did anyone see was that Monica at the concert? Yeah. That, that was Monica, her? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. The former um, Miss Shannon Brown. <laughs> No, she's still with him. She's still with him. Yeah. Oh, she's Monica. She is Monica Brown. Oh, what's up? Uh, even with the victims that speak out, that's why I said like it's the whole city complicit. He still has the entire city behind him. Yep. I think. Yep. Because with the one girl that the first girl that uh, who she broke her non disclosure agreement, she was getting five thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, she, even though she said something. And that whatever YouTube clip they pulled up, it meant nothing. Yeah. No one cared. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing. It was almost like she should have just kept the mouth shut, kept getting that five grand a month. <laughs> I wonder if that tax is that taxed? Probably not. Know. Probably not. Yeah. Um, the lawyer came up again. I thought he is in over his head. If the he end, is yeah. indeed a real lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he looked a little different. Like he had some grays. Like this R. Kelly th- case was getting to him. <laughs> in a matter of hours. <laughs> he was just like, man, this. Like he's not rolling over. Like, well, duh, he's R. Kelly. What do you think he's gonna do? And if R. Kelly has a team of lawyers, what do you think you're gonna do by yourself? He keeps looking at that picture. Where's Johnny your Cochran. team at? He looks up at that picture. Johnny Cochran's like, give me strength. <laughs> you work at a Cochran firm. <laughs> give me strength, Which old Johnny. in Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I won't know. See, if it was Cochran firm, he would have a team. Or maybe they're just he like, have a team. they're Cochran like, bruh, firm. I can't win this. <laughs> you're not bringing her back. I still want to do this. But then you're on your own. We will not dedicate any resources of the esteemed Cochran firm <laughs> to this case. I will they make do him it do it by myself. <laughs> do it by myself, yeah. If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Kick it. And then he starts playing that song. <laughs> you know it. He's <laughs> on our own. <laughs> That's just playing in his head as he's like, he's like working on his computer, like making calls. If I were you, and you were me, you ought to be winning. <laughs> oh man. Strutting down the hallway with like an assortment of folders. Yeah, they have no clue. Like, what's, what's, what's Chad doing, man? I'm like, I don't know, man. He's talking about something like, you know, like we're in control. I don't know. <laughs> um, the ne- <laughs> sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Keeps calling himself a Ghostbuster. Yeah, says he's in control. But anyway, <laughs> um, the next note I wrote down was 
R. Kelly is is bold for showing up to court with cornrows. Yeah. With street backs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He probably thought, like, whatever. He's R. Kelly, man. was, Was this... Was this before Michael Vick? Well, there was one case where he showed up with this right straight afro, and he just yeah. had huge. That's when they were random, and he was in the in his prison jumper, and he looked like Luke Cage. Um, but then, like, yeah, he just showed up like with some with some straight, yeah, as Brandon said, some straight backs. Like it wasn't nothing. Like he wasn't on trial <laughs> for under. <laughs> it's, it's it's but I mean like but that's what they're making fun of. Like the only thing that was missing was his mask. <laughs> That's the only thing missing. Um, the funny, the, oh yeah, the funny Batman and Robin mask. Yeah. Like, Where did you get that? Dressed like a villain. <laughs> <laughs> because he was a villain. Yeah. Um, was R. Kelly saved by outdated technology? And what? What do you mean? In what way? A VHS tape. Oh, so you're thinking like if it was like there was some doubt. If it was like 1080p, you'd be like, yeah, that's R. Kelly. That's yeah. I mean, you would hope that if he made it now, maybe he'd be smart enough to use his front-facing camera because it's not as good a quality. But if using that back-facing camera, like that's 4K, we know it's you. (laughs) Like we know it's you. It's got like you know active D lighting. We know it's you. Autofocus. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like in the yes, this is Robert Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess you could say that because there was that doubt of like you know, oh, uh, that could be him, that could not be him. He tried to get his brother to take the rap, which means like if he felt comfortable enough in getting his brother to take to to take the rap, maybe there was that like, oh, that could be his brother. But then again, you got to wonder like who's letting his brother pee on them, like. <laughs> Your brother ain't that famous. Speaking of that, while they were talking about that whole urination uh, thing, mm-hmm. they kept showing a picture of R. Kelly wearing a, a T-shirt <laughs> that said "Buckets after Buckets," which yeah. is hilarious on whoever the editor's part. Oh yeah, I'm sure they thought it was very funny. <laughs> buckets of what? I think you know. Like, like oh no. Um, when the guy went to his brother's apartment. They had to mention the crime stats for that area. I thought that was so unnecessary. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. Well, when they were like, he's clearly not living the high life anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, ouch. Um, like, you think? And he goes in there. I wrote down, like, there's a lot of people here. They should get a game of spades going. <laughs> like, there's like a lot of people there. And like, more people kept coming over like a family reunion or something. Only, you know, nobody was happy. Um, Nobody was happy until I, they started playing his music. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wrote down. The BBC don't care about your mixtape. Yeah, uh, yeah, versus son, take the high fiving each other and everything. <laughs> yeah, boy, take the rap on this sex tape, and I'll give you a record deal. How does that work? <laughs> like there is no record deal. You can cash out on it when you get out of prison. <laughs> Twenty years later, I'm ready for my record deal. Like, oh, no, nah, man, that was, uh, you're not hot no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that that was, yeah, the 50 grand, that wouldn't even pay for a lawyer. <laughs> That's not much money at all, what you're asking me to do. I'm not beating this case. Uh, yeah. And they weren't convinced, he wasn't convincing about that 
at all. It's like, no. did he ask you to do that? I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I know if my brother would ask me to do something ridiculous like that, and someone asked me about that, and it wasn't true, it would be like, hell no, he ain't asked me to yeah, do Yeah, we that. talk about that. <laughs> all but right. no, I was like, no, no. Uh, so the interview with uh, Kitty. Who's Kitty? Kitty. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. The uh, ex-girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of that, your first impression of seeing that? Well, how old was he when, when, she, when he got her? Because she didn't seem to buy into any of it. I think she was of age. And that's probably why. <laughs> she had a brain. And but underage girls were being brought in mm-hmm. from what she explained. Yeah, she just didn't seem to really buy it. Like the this is my pet. I'm like, how is he getting these girls? Like, wh- wh-? but then a kid, of course, they explained he's you know I'm a talent scout. You're gonna be famous. But she just didn't seem to really be there for the BS. That's kind of what I got from her. Like they were just talking to her just to find out what was going on. Like this and this was going on, and it's, it was all stupid. <laughs> but she put up with it for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, she was told to sleep with other people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the sweatpants, underage girls. Yeah, but she was she was also being told what to wear, mm-hmm. when to eat, if she got to eat at all. If no she, eating. Eat. she got slapped and kicked. Yeah. Shout out to BTS. <laughs> <laughs> call us, guys. If 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 you need a place to stay, a bite to eat, call us. <laughs> um. Blink twice if you're in danger. Yeah. Um, By the time you hear this at Gmail, <laughs> if they allow you to email, I don't know. I don't know. They all share an email. <laughs> they all forgot the password. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what else was in there. But like she also said that the yeah. last time she saw him, I don't. I don't know. She she didn't say why she met up with him because by that point she said she was done done with him but yeah. she said she went to go see him and then he beat her up on his tour bus yeah and that oh was yeah it. I forgot about that part um yeah he's a, he's a monster gee whiz man like it's not enough to pee on them like you gotta beat them too after the, after she already broke up with you <clears throat> yeah and it's, it's I mean honestly like the overarching theme here is like you know I guess he is a monster <coughs> Um, cause initially you would think he's just sexually abusing these women, but he's also physically and mentally abusing them. He's breaking their will, maybe even their jaw. And it's just like, he's not being like, it's not just a, like, I'm going to convince Like he probably just scares the crap out of them to convince them to stay with him. You know, probably yeah. beats them down. Like you're worthless. You're nothing without me. Like, I mean, kind of the classic stuff that we've seen, you know, to break their will so that they don't want to leave you. I E. Um, not a hostage, but you're not free to say where you are, or you're or free to go. I don't. I can't it, speak like on the, that. Like the girl, the uh, her family hired the the quote unquote lawyer, <laughs> and how she told her family that she was alive and fine was through a TMZ interview. Yeah, I can't. Like, leave. I'm fine. Everything's okay. But, oh, where where are you now? I. I can't say where I am. <laughs> you are not okay. Yeah. Why can't you say where you are? Because he'll beat me. Like. You're standing right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. They said, like, she was, like, reading. It was like she was reading cue cards in a hostage video. 
I am alive. They are treating me well. <laughs> we all chilling. <laughs> I have three hots and a cot. Basically. Unless I don't do right, then I get two hots. <laughs> um, do you have any other notes? Um, no. Other than like NDAs. Um, wow. They're a powerful thing. They're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there was one part where the, uh, the, uh, I guess the, uh, documentary guy had spoken to, uh, another lawyer who had represented like a bunch of other girls, oh, underage yeah. girls, yeah. uh, that t- tried to take him to court, but like they all settled out of court for like millions of dollars. Yeah. He was very disturbed at that. He's like, so you can just buy his way out of this. That's when it happened. Fair. He's like, that's when the statue of R. Kelly in his brain is crumbling. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like he won't even own up to it. No, he just buys his way out. You know, he's got a lot of money, so you know, he just goes out and writes another song, and you know. What do you think of the uh, the lawyer, the other lawyer that he spoke to? Um, it's like so you you've seen the tape, uh, you know. Is there anything? It was something along the lines of you know, were you able to tell that it's him? It's like oh yeah yeah it's him. <laughs> he seemed very sure. Yeah. So that's why I asked: Was he saved by outdated technology to where it's grainy enough to where it could be some reasonable else? doubt or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's just. How did it's like how did how did this how did it get this far? Um I'm gonna quote the movie Too Big to Fail, in which they're talking about all of the deregulation that happened and why no one cared. Um everyone was making too much money. <laughs> Everybody was making like you're not gonna the last thing you do is is slaughter your cash cow cow for a hamburger. <laughs> You like, just but with, like like that's it like that's like how I was asking before like it's like how is like where is R Kelly still this this big thing because I haven't enjoyed a full R Kelly album since TP two I I want to say TP two it's been a minute but, but then TP three had had the trapped in the closet. Oh, yeah. ah, I forgot. He did give us that. All this. So, shut it down. All's forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> we still have more chapters, damn it. Yes, we do. I can't get past the, like, the first, what, seven or whatever? Like, after it just got weird and he started giving yeah, them voices, I, I after just... After, like, 12, it gets weird. Yeah, I couldn't go past. But the originals, oh, yeah, I will watch we them. We still don't know what's in the package. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he wrote that beat forever. For if you think about it, he made like twenty songs the same no, beat. It's over thirty. Over thirty. Good lord. Over I thirty. Same beat. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna listen to that on the way home, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I didn't have any other uh other notes. Um from watching, I think there's still like ten minutes left, or it's like you know what, 
I, I can't I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I watched it just because it was funny to see. Like I said, the the downfall of this guy's you know how he viewed R. Kelly. That was this that was the second most interesting part of it, of it because it just went away. Like he probably went home and tore down his R. Kelly posters, got rid of his it's CDs. Like, yeah. It's like how I imagine it's like how I imagine Ralph Tresman felt when Living in the Dream was officially shelved. <laughs> just yeah, just he was just like it's, it's like, not gonna happen. My dreams are dying right in front of me. It's like I don't wanna make sensitivity. Like I don't wanna... <laughs> I know it's a good song, but Living in the Dream, man. I got a perfectly good album right here. It'll make any heartbreak look like any no th- nothing. Like, come on, man. You got to let me. Nah. We're just, we're just going to get you Jimmy Jam. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take care of you. Yeah. Um, so. If you're going to listen to R. Kelly on the way home. Mm-hmm, why? Mm-hmm. I really like R. Kelly. I like his mute. I mean, you just heard him. He can make a sex <laughs> dolphin song. Um, look at what he does when you give him time. <laughs> he's like Batman. He's undefeated when you give him time. Trip time. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I mean, like, okay. Um, he did some bad stuff. Okay. A lot of people have, you know, I mean, James Brown beat his wife. You know, we still out there singing, I'm black and I'm proud. And Pop's got a brand new bag. And, you know, yeah, I can, I'm, I, I, just because I listen to this music doesn't mean I'm just like, yeah, man, pee on another girl. <laughs> like, it's you know, man. just because I listen to Chris. He 13-year-olds as he wants. Yeah. Just because I listen to Chris Brown doesn't mean I'm like, yeah, hit Rihanna again. You know, it's just, you know, it's, I separate the two. Now, my sister, I, I know for a fact, like, I want to think she stopped listening to him. And I was like, you go ahead and walk that path. <laughs> what? I will admit, it's weird. <laughs> it is, it is, there is a sense of. Uh, R. Kelly, but like, I don't know. Like, I think the only thing I can listen to and not think about that is "Trapped in the Closet." Yeah, I could. Yeah, because I remember being so emotionally invested in this story. Yeah. Well, that I mean, it's a very interesting story. Or sorts of diagonal and left turns simultaneously. <laughs> okay. Um. I wanted to play this clip from the Wendy Williams show in which he had an inc- a recent interview with R. Kelly. And uh, and also, you know, Robert, and it's long been said, but he actually did admit, admit this to me, which I was shocked that he was actually admitting this because, you know, he do, he can't read, he can't write, and he can't add. Oh. oh. You've never heard this before? Is this true? <laughs> Oh. No, it's been out here. Where, where have you all been? Oh. Anyway, and and he admitted this to me, and I won't tell you what he said about how he gets maneuvers, you know, through the world and, and things like that. But the idea that people are surrounding you and still wouldn't put you in school and, and get you as smart as your music is smart, I, like I can't understand it. I can't understand not knowing how to read, write, or add, and I don't understand parents who unleash their kids. Oh. Is she crying? That's it. 
So that's why he doesn't write anything down. Yeah. He can't read. Wow. That's. Mm. That's. That is special. I didn't know that. He's uh, fifty. He's fifty-five, right? Something like that. <coughs> uh, he's fifty-one. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, I I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, he's done pretty well for a dude that can't read. Mm. Or add. Or add. Hey, man. Hey, power to him. I did not know that. I feel like you just dropped a bomb here, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I just saw that, uh, I saw a post on Facebook to where she, uh, became emotional over that. And that could lead into some other mental issues that he may have possibly, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if this is a condition or if he's just a predator. Mm-hmm. Said he barely made it through elementary school. We were jamming to the yeah yeah we were jamming to the new Skype uh, the new Skype jingle. Oh yeah, they they updated it. <laughs> I was I heard Amin El Hassan say he's surprised that no one has sampled that yet. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. I, I heard it actually. I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's on your YouTube page. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Keep on rocking it. So, um. So, R. Kelly can't read. Yeah. Yeah. So, him and, uh. What is Fantasia? Got something in common. <laughs> yeah. Isn't she from Chicago, too? Let's see. <laughs> Look, where is Fantasia? Uh no she's from uh, she's from High Point North Carolina. <laughs> okay. Where black people and white people buy furniture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's from South she's North Carolina. Well, I think this le- lends to the uh, notion that if the whole city of Chicago is behind Dark Kelly, it's out of pity. <laughs> well, you know that Robin Boy can't, can't read. read. He's had a hard life. But at what point do we start making excuses, though? <laughs> like, like he's fifty-one years old. Plenty of people have had have had hard lives, and they didn't pee on underage girls. Yeah, like they, he's like he said in Boondocks. It's like you like R. Kelly. You want to help her? Get some help for R. Kelly. Had his video camera. <laughs> Introduce him to girls his own age. <laughs> like he out here with. Women old enough to be his granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at a certain point, yeah, I mean, maybe you felt bad for him when he was, you know, in his 20s. In his 30s, you have to be like, bruh, grow up. 
<laughs> like you are a millionaire now. Yes. Go back to sc- or go to school. <laughs> go back. Go to school. Learn how to read. I mean, I know it's harder when you're older, but um, yeah, that's that's weird. Like that's um, you can afford afford the help. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, now at a certain point, like, you just gotta stop. Unless, you know, he rules Chicago with an iron fist and he kills anyone who calls him out, then that's completely different. Then at that point, you're just like, I don't want to die. Now, you hear about the last person that called out R. Kelly, right? What happened to him? In the bottom of a ditch. Oh, okay. <laughs> what Never heard from them again. What great lake does um, Chicago sit on? That's that's the lake they found. That's the lake they found Michigan. that body. <laughs> lake Michigan, I think. Yeah, <coughs> they're like that's the that's where we found him. We found him in in Lake Michigan, son. Like it wasn't pretty. <laughs> I gotta verify that. Hold on. Uh, it doesn't tell me. It's one of them, though. We're just gonna say Lake Michigan because it's by Michigan. Uh. Anything else y'all want to add about this? Uh, about the documentary or the fact that R. Kelly can't read? Uh, no, I'm kind of speechless now. Yeah, it, it's yeah. the illiteracy kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of threw things off. Hilar- which is hilarious, though, that the illiteracy was the. The illiteracy part was the one that made us lost for words. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or maybe pun intended. <laughs> there was none, but it's He funny. wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess in that case, that'll do it for our um, discussion on the BBC documentary Sex Girls and Videotape. And let's see where it goes from there. Um, because at the end, the uh, Holly, Holly something or other, mm-hmm. I forgot her name. Holly Calhoun. Holly Calhoun. Um, the 22 year old Holly Calhoun. She, uh, she met him when she was like 18, 19. Her mother took her to an R. Kelly concert. Like, your daughter does not know who R. Kelly is. <laughs> nope. And you think she can sing. So he so she you're gonna bring her backstage and you you fed the pig to the slaughter. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Oink, oink. She's never coming back. Nope. Uh so I'll do it for a conversation on that. Um and we'll get to my earworm of the week. <clears throat> It is also This Is America by Childish Gambino. <laughs> and, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to play it again. I'm about to say, it kind of fits. Like, this is America. So we're going to play it again. Kelly's in the area. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. We just want to party. 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 We just want to
Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on Giddy. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Black. Oh, know that. All right. So that is This America by Charles Gambino. And for the first time ever, Ben and I had the same earworm. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah, I'm just gonna play it twice. Whatever. <laughs> because this is America. I'm about to say it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where we are now. Oh, Mr. Gambino, you 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 get it. You, you get it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this will bring us to the end of the program. You made it, Greg. Woo! <laughs> Push through, man. All right. Um, Brandon, if you want to be found, can you tell the people where you can be found? Uh, I can be found on Instagram at father underscore clef or on Twitter where I'm serving up comic book hot takes and also random wrestling fun facts. Also at father underscore clef or at my YouTube, which is youtube.com slash beats by hawk i just uploaded a brand new cover what was that about two weeks ago it's a cover of bag readers shooting stars okay all right <clears throat> and ben can you tell the people where we can be found i don't want to be found that's why <laughs> <laughs> <Dude. clears throat> i don't want to talk about that i don't want to talk, <laughs> talk, talk about that i don't want to talk about that um, I can't speak on that. <laughs> I can't tell you where I, where we are. He'll <laughs> kill me. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, so if you're well, crap, we're not on Facebook Live. If you were watching our Facebook Live, you found our Facebook page. That is uh, facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. You also have a website by the time you hear this dot com. Um, go on it. Check us out. We would love to hear from you. Um, you can leave comments and all that stuff. You can also. I'm pretty sure you can write on our wall on Facebook too. So yes, if you want to get at us, dog, <laughs> get at us. Um, so um, we have an Instagram page. Also, our Instagram page is by the time you hear this, um, the Instagram as well as our email at gmail.com are spelled with the letter U, and that is because 
were outstanding mm-hmm. and not under investigation. 23 indictments, I believe, so far. Or underage. Or <laughs> we are definitely not that. We're not underage. Um, I have the grace to prove it. Uh, <laughs> um, and our website is spelled with the word U, Y-O-U. So check those out. Um, if you want to listen to us on the go, you can listen to us on the iTunes podcast um, player thingy. Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Um, on Android, you can listen to us on Google Music. Also, tune in radio, Castbox, Overcast, Satchel Podcast Player, Podomatic, um, Auto Radio, and um, really any podcast aggregate. What's the name of the place? Listen Notes. Listen. Mm-hmm. So, Listen Notes. Um, although I was going to say go on there and search for R. Kelly, but with this documentary coming out, there might be a lot of people talking about it. So, but you can go on there and search for podcasts about um, your favorite topics. All right. Um, that will bring us to the end of the program. And I was trying to see if we could use another clip for the boondocks. Um, trying to find, didn't like Huey make a and speech. Did you love R. Kelly? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. I think, yeah, I found it. R. Kelly. Yeah. All right. So we'll end it with that. And if this is the wrong one, I'll just edit it and put in something else. That mm-hmm. It's the right one. I'll find the right one. So uh, we'll end the program with that. Thank you guys to listening, for listening. And we'll talk to you very soon. Peace. 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 Hey. What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela? Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing. But what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimums? You a fan of R. Kelly? You want to help R. Kelly? Then get some counseling for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. Hide his camcorder. But don't pretend like the man is a hero. And stop the damn dancing. Act like you got some goddamn sense, people. Damn. Don't play around here.